Welcome to your Cochrane right now. This is a weekly podcast all about the best town in the world, Cochrane, Alberta. My name's Eric Ruddle, joined by Lauren Meister. Lauren, we've been a little bit lazy. We haven't been pushing out the content. So we have a lot to catch up on with everything going on in Cochrane, including a man from Cochrane who was stuck in a war zone. Just incredible. I can't even wrap my head around what he must have been feeling. So Tim Sanborn, we first learned of his story close to two weeks ago. So he works over at Hunterwood. Uh, He's lived in Cochrane for a long time. He's got a wife. He's got a couple of kids here in Cochrane. And he he went over to Sudan for work. And he's been there a few times. Oh, nice. Routine trip. Totally, totally. And then all of a sudden, he was two days ahead of heading back home to Cochrane. Mm -hmm. And it became a war zone. Gunfire, bombs, all of the things. Something that you would see on a movie. Not something that we typically see here in Cochrane. Yeah, he managed to stick his phone outside of his hotel window and it was literally just like pew, 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 boom! Yeah. Outside of his window. And, of course, in a war zone, everything kind of shuts down. So he was just stuck. So we learn of this and Noel in our newsroom, he is just the best reporter in the world. He's mm-hmm. like, I gotta talk to, to Tim. So run us through how that kind of goes Behind the scenes for a, a reporter to put together a story like this. Yeah, so it was actually kind of a bit of a combined effort at first. So um, I actually first started reaching out to oh, Hunterwood. Nice. So I was co- making calls and whatnot, and uh, that didn't really land me anywhere. And then actually we were lucky enough that uh, Tim's family reached out to us. So then we were able to to get his WhatsApp information. <laughs> so uh, anyway, so we started with a phone call trying okay. to record him, but the phone lines were basically down in Sudan Um, and of course he's in this hotel with no air conditioning and just limited cell service and whatnot so we had to figure out a way for Noel to uh, record an interview through WhatsApp and we couldn't really do that with our existing phone systems and whatnot. We don't have it built into our our radio station WhatsApp access so Mm -hmm. uh, honestly it was it was pretty willy-nilly, but uh, we just took a <laughs> mic like this, and I got just Noel's phone on speaker, and we just held yeah, it up. There. Just held it to the microphone, because kind of old school. We needed his story. We needed yeah. to hear from him, and just the adventure he's gone on. So he was stuck in that hotel, gunfire, no air conditioning, uh, no service kind of thing. Then they're like, hey, Tim, we're going to get you out. But to get you out, you have to go about... 800 kilometers. So it's like driving from Cochrane to Vancouver mm-hmm. and not really the Trans Canada. No, right? I can't even imagine. And just navigating that in a country where you don't speak the language, uh, things are unstable politically, like you just, it's dangerous. There's 1,500 Canadians there as well. So it's not like Tim was a, a very special case. Mm-hmm. There's lots of people trying to get out. Yeah. Thankfully, it's Friday morning as we're recording this. He is coming home. Yes. So actually, Noel came in overnight. So it's Friday morning. Noel has been here at the station since before three o'clock this morning because he actually was in contact with Tim because Tim did this 12-hour boat ride. He's in Saudi Arabia right now because he took this long boat ride and he was actually able to have some cell service. So (laughs) Noel connected with him on the phone, had a great interview, and we're playing this interview all day long today. Uh, Noel also connected with his wife, Nicole, as well. And uh, if all goes well, this is the goal. Tim is hoping to be back home in his own bed with his family by Sunday. 
Monday here How in Cochrane. How amazing would your bed feel after? Because not only was he in a war zone, no air conditioning, he was probably bored out of his tree <laughs> for oh, days, yeah. just in like a, a box of a room. Do not leave. Do not go outside. There's stuff going on. Like, when it's finally. not like you could just flick through the TV, like nothing on TV would have been in English. If they had TV, if they did, right? who knows? Right, and, and, no, and no air conditioning. Oh. And I mean, I would imagine it's quite hot there. Yeah, we'd love to so. have him in the studio here just yeah. to kind of talk about those things. But he is coming home, he is returning to Cochrane, and just such a relief of a crazy story mm-hmm. that's been going on in town. And another crazy story. Finally, we know what's going on with the Holy Spirit School. So it's on the east end of Cochrane. Of course, Holy Spirit went up to Fireside. Brand new, fancy building. Yeah. And then Rocky View Schools is like, hey, we're going to put this into something. Mm-hmm. Let's have some public meetings. And they did. And then it turned out no one was really happy with any of the options. There wasn't a great option that was going to be a great solution for everyone, right? But there was one that everyone kind of assumed was the front runner, and that is honestly what happened, what went down. So uh, as of the fall, CCA, so Cochrane Christian Academy, will be moving K-8, to their whole school, over to the old Holy Spirit, to the Powell Street School. Because Mitford School is split in half right now. If yes. you didn't know, half is Mitford Public School and half is the CCA. Mm-hmm. Like you walk in and you see two different hallways. Yeah. So I was <laughs> I was kind of excited for Mitford. I'm like, you get your school back. Congratulations. Not quite the case, right? Yeah. So now there's going to be a French immersion program. But really, as it stands right now, there's not a ton of French immersion kids moving into that school. So it's really only going to be one class. Yeah. So it's only going to be about 30 kids from Glenbow who are in grade four right now. They're going to be in grade five in fall. So one class. But then every year, it'll keep expanding because it'll be another class and it'll it'll continue to grow. But for this coming fall, it's going to be an extra 30 kids. So it's going to be they're going to have some elbow room over at Mitford. Nice. And uh, one of the biggest social groups here in Cochrane is truly the moms of Cochrane. You guys have so many Facebook groups and WhatsApp chats of, I don't even know these exist, really. My wife brings them up. I'm like, where did you see that? Anyway, you are connected to them. And that's kind of what I'm I'm interested in. What's the what's the moms, the parents thinking about this big change? Well, it's kind of interesting because before this news officially broke, um, officially, officially, official, I official. kind of already knew about it because I'm on a chat with about six other moms. And uh, one of my mom friends had a friend who must work at Rocky View School. So she knew about it ahead nice. of time. And all of my mom friends have sco- uh, kids in different schools. And so I... I put my phone down. I didn't look at it for a couple of hours. Mm. I picked it up and I had like 65 different messages because <laughs> all of the moms are, they all have a reaction, right? They all have oh, a different yeah. take on this because um, some are pleased, some have mixed feelings, some are really upset. Um, it could have affected my children. It's not going to. So yeah. one of the options uh, that was on the table, that is not going to be the case. So, But it does affect but, your children because you even mentioned your son has a friend and he's affected by it. So they exactly. might not be hanging out as much. It's true. Anymore, right? There's such a spider web effect. It's true. Yeah. yeah. No, it's true. There's a ripple effect for everyone. Because again, there wasn't a perfect solution. No. And it's going to be interesting to see uh, how many years this solution is going to be in place, yeah. too. Because for the foreseeable future, there's no new schools coming to Cochrane. <sighs> I know. And uh, I saw the stat today. We're like 96% full. Like Cochrane yeah. is 96% full. And spoiler alert, a lot of people move here and there's a lot of young people starting families, having kids. 
it might become a problem, mm-hmm. but that's future Cochran's yeah, problem. Yeah, you know, maybe next year, the year after problem. Exactly. And <laughs> some amazing kids in Cochrane, including Emily. So kind of give me a rundown of Emily's story. You had a knock at your door earlier this week with a young lady trying to get something? Yeah, so I heard the doorbell, I answered the door, and then all of a sudden it was... Emily at Emily. my door, and I, I kind of know Emily. Nice. She's my my neighbor's child, and uh, I was like, "Emily, what's going on here?" And she had a petition in her hand, and she is on a mission. She wants to get a new playground for our neighborhood. So in our neighborhood, uh, we it's a lot of young families, yeah. and. Um, the, the playground is not made for anybody over the age of about two. Oh, it's um, like a baby guy. Totally. Yeah. Which it's is got, great it's for babies. For babies, <laughs> yeah. But again, if you're over two, you can't no. even use the swings. It's got like baby oh, swings. Really? It's got <clears throat> tiny little playground equipment. Yeah. It's just not set up for anybody other than a toddler. Yeah. And it's a growing community, right? Kids are growing up, right? Yeah. They just physically are. They get bigger. So uh, she just wants to get as many signatures as she can to try to get her support. She's even offering to help fundraise for a new Aww. playground as well. And once she gets uh, enough signatures, she wants to take that to town council. That's so cool. My favorite part of this story is, though, she didn't want your signature. She wanted your kid's signatures. <laughs> yeah, she wants kids' signatures so in the cool. neighborhood. And she's 10 years old, just yeah. trying to make a difference. And uh, I was talking to her mom, and her mom said that, yeah, she's been talking about this idea for a while, and she just she's a go-getter. She just is so excited about this. That is so cool. I hate being such a Scrooge, though, right? Like, we've heard about how much playgrounds cost in Cochrane. About half a million dollars mm-hmm. usually. So here's hoping. Hey. <laughs> Fingers crossed. You never know. Right? You never know. Right? Yeah. That's a couple of bottle drives away, but she could do it. She could do <laughs> she, it. If she's motivated enough, I have no doubt. <laughs> exactly. And uh, you also talked to a family about a younger, younger boy out in Bearspaw. So their son was born with an extremely rare condition that makes him unable to go outside. Yeah, so it's a rare genetic deficiency and he's one of nine people ever in medical history. So, ever. Like, how do ever, you even ever, catch ever. that when it's w- w- only eight people before? Yeah, so basically he, they had to do a bunch of genetic testing right from when he was just a newborn baby. Yeah. They they actually did genetic testing in Canada. They weren't able to diagnose him. They had to actually do genetic testing in Finland uh, where they have very specialized testing. And that's kind of where they narrowed it all down. But he's got this condition and... He's got a bunch of different symptoms, but one of the main ones is the fact that he cannot be in the sunlight. He gets severe burns to his skin, so they have all of their windows covered with a protective film that t- filters out all UVA and UVB. His mom's on the hunt for childcare, wow. which is extremely difficult because, um, you know, he can't go on outdoor playtime, yeah, exactly. right? And, and they have windows. They have right? windows. So it's it's quite a struggle for their family right now. Now, I don't know if you have this answer for me, but my wife asked, so does he never, like, do they drive during the day? Do they, right? Like, does he just not go outside? Does he have coverings of a sort? Or, because he's still a young guy, I think 22 months, Yeah, right? so, so he's just a little toddler. He could be in like a cart with coverings or not so much. Yeah, so they, she said that they are able to kind of cover him up when they yep. do have to take him outside. But typically they only go outside in the morning 
before yeah. the UV gets to yeah. a certain level, and then after sunset. Um, and then they do like their grocery shopping in the city where they can park underground. They go to the mall where they can park underground. They don't have to see the sunlight, basically. Um, and because she said even like being in the shade, in a shaded area in a playground, that's not enough because there's still UV rays yeah. coming down, basically. So we should use him as our poster child for something we've been working on trying to get underground parking here in Congress. Yes. Right? We don't know. There's no businesses with underground parking. We got to think of this little guy. Yeah, I got to think about Jake. Jake right? needs underground parking. Yeah. So Garmin's doing a lot of building up. Maybe they need to do it. And then Build can... some da- make some tunnels in yeah, Cochrane. There you go. Plus cool. 15 underground. Yes. For Jake. For That'd Jake. be cool. <laughs> and uh, we got to do something really cool earlier this week. So if you didn't know, I've now started waking up a little bit earlier. Lauren and I are doing the morning show on 91.5 Cochrane now, which is super fun. And I'm sure I'm not annoying you at all. But uh, we do spend a lot of time together. Exactly. <laughs> uh, we got the opportunity. So it's rare for us to be on the forefront of giving back to the community. Mm-hmm. Usually we, we help people announce and showcase that they're giving back. But this week we got to go with ten thousand dollars to schools. And what did we? What were we giving them for? We gave them out to local band programs at all three of the high schools. Yeah. So just what a cool opportunity, you know, to to go and talk to these teachers who you could just see their eyes light up when they talked about the opportunities that the students. Uh, the one teacher, April, over at Cochrane High, they were about to embark on this huge trip to Vancouver the very next yes. day. Or were they going to Halifax? Halifax. 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 It's the funny because morning. all. The- the three music people were yeah. going on adventures. They all had different trips. Yeah. It's hard to keep track. But they were leaving. We, we saw her early in the morning. The next morning, they were leaving at three in the morning. <laughs> so they were scrambling, trying to get everything all ready to go. But just they were so excited. And uh, just hearing about all the things that they do, all the shows they do, the productions that they do, just such a cool experience. And I just love because, yes, they do some amazing shows and all the teaching, but it gets lost on you once you leave high school how important that band room and that space is to students because even when we were handing out money and stuff when we were in the band room kids were just that's their safe space Mm -hmm. right that is their area and a a kind of recurring theme was the sports always get so much attention it's true everybody loves the sports of the high schools yeah of course but these band People are doing such great work, and sometimes they need a little bit of the spot. And it's nice to, exactly, it's nice to highlight that. Yeah. So here's hoping they, they spend that $10,000 wisely. I suggested they take limos on their adventures. So good thing you don't give me money. I mean, uh, that'd yeah. be pretty fun. And hopefully these band people grow. The whole point is giving them money so then we eventually play them on the radio station as superstars. Well, yeah. Just like Tim and the Glory Boys. Yes. So a huge Cochrane concert came in and sold out. On a Wednesday night, I'll be honest, Lauren and myself were like, oof, Wednesday night in Cochrane. Well, and it was a busy Wednesday night because we had the free community movies going on that night as well. Like, it was just a bumping night. And the Oilers hockey game. Yes. So we were like, oh man, are people going to come to a concert yeah. on a Wednesday night? And you proved that we will because you sold out the entirety of the Cochrane Lions Event Center, 450 people. That's crazy. On a Wednesday. That's, Yeah. 
Wow. Or Tim and the Glory Boys. And we actually got to talk to them. They were just a bunch of cool guys riding around on one wheel. I know. They, as soon as they pulled up, I could see through the window. They pulled up on their one wheels. And I had to do a double take. I was like, is that them? That's them. Like, yeah. that's fun. And, and they just, they were just so much fun to chat with. And it was super cute because I have a one wheel myself. So I was like, oh, that's so cool. And they're like, you should come on a ride with us. But they're so cool. They're not wearing helmets. They're not wearing any gear. I ride around in a helmet and wrist. And so I'm just the dweeb being like, hi, guys, let's go on a ride. <laughs> but who's the cool one? Who's exactly. going to be laughing Safety. when they fall, right? Exactly. Safety. But they say that's what they do. They just ride around these communities they don't know. Yeah. And they just Well, because they don't, because they, of course, they're on a big tour bus yeah. and they're touring all over Canada right yeah. now. And they, they don't tow a vehicle behind their tour bus. They just have their little one wheels. Yeah. Like they just like to save and be nice to the environment and one really cool thing that i loved about their concert that is almost rare here in town most of our concerts are 18 plus Mm -hmm. right they are meant for adults and they're friday nights and everyone's having a good time yeah this one there was so many kids yeah and the common theme was this is their first concert and they put on one heck of a show they really did cool yeah it was a lot of fun yeah so uh the next one is Dwayne Steele mm-hmm. doing George Jones. Uh, Ryan Lindsay's coming in as well. There's going to be a live DJ for that one as well. And I just love this trend of concerts. Mm-hmm. like, And not just like, oh, it's a community. Like, these guys are stars. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. I feel like, because, yeah, we're having more and more concerts. I don't remember having this many concerts in Cochrane before COVID. Do you? No. Yeah. Like, like so we we cool. started at the radio station in 2019. So that's when we really became dialed in with yeah. everything going on in town. But honestly, I only thought concerts happened at Canada Day. I know. Like I I don't think I ever went to a concert in Cochrane no. before working at the radio station here. So really, so. the concerts are coming to Cochrane because of us. Be- <laughs> that's the only explanation. Because exactly. we first brought Doc Walker and it's yeah. just a ripple since then. What I find interesting, though, is it's only country shows right now. Are we going to start to see, like, rock seems pretty easy. Like, would you see a pop artist show up in Cochrane? I don't, I don't know. I, I have no idea. We're a country town. We're we a Western are, town. And the Lions Event Center is great for those intimate, like, mm-hmm. guitar Yeah, because it's not a huge, huge venue, yeah. right? So how would, like, a pop person with, like, the, like, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> I would go to it. I think that yeah. sounds like a blast. That's, I feel like that would be more appropriate for, like, an outdoor setting, like Canada Day yeah. or something like that, right? Yeah. Or over at the Lions uh, grounds or something. Yeah. Maybe you know? we could get Katy Perry. Oh, think? totally. We yeah. totally have enough exactly. seating for We'll her. get her on the phone. Yeah. But uh, that's everything that's been going on in Cochrane. You can, of course, grab this podcast on all your favorite podcast services. And until next week, we'll do one next week, Lauren. We're back 100%, on track. 100%. We're back on track. We'll talk to you again soon. Yes.